Hello friends, this is the Daily Edify with Jeff Lane, a place to get spiritually grounded and into alignment with the flow of love each weekday morning. In each episode, we'll focus on a spiritual practice, a poem, a book, a sacred text, something that can empower us to be more fully alive to the gift that is the day before us. Thank you for listening. Today's episode reflects on one of my favorite parts of the Gospels. Uh, In the New Testament, there are four, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. This particular teaching comes from Matthew, the first Gospel, uh, and it's the end of chapter 11, verses 28 to 30. But before I read it, just a word or two about the historical and literary context in which Jesus taught. I mean, if you're like me, you sort of intuitively imagine Jesus speaking somewhat akin to how a, a pastor does today um, from a pulpit in the sort of North American context of a, a church building, a sanctuary, whatever they call it, um, and that he's you know speaking indoors and uh, reading some scripture and reflecting on it. Well, in fact, Jesus, 98% of his ministry most likely was conducted outdoors. Uh, So very little was done indoors, so we should almost always picture him outdoors in God's creation. And again, the widespread majority of it was done in the countryside, not in the city. I mean, there would have been some in villages here and there, but overwhelmingly, uh, it was done in the countryside and outdoors. And overwhelmingly, his ministry was speaking to folks who were whom we would call downtrodden, impoverished, uh, struggling to get by, uh, living paycheck to paycheck, or or even worse, um, very much frustrated, feeling under the boot of Roman oppression, uh, unable to uh, create the sort of life they desired and they felt God had promised. So Jesus is, is not speaking to someone like me and perhaps someone like you, primarily someone who has all of their needs met, someone who uh, has in investments in their 403B or 401K or you know so on and so forth. Jesus is speaking to folks on the margins. Howard Thurman, in his book some 50, 60 years ago, reflected on this, his book titled Jesus and the Disinherited in which he, he was reflecting on how ironic it was that uh, the, the message, Jesus' message of the kingdom of God um, was being used by those who were trying to prop up the status quo when, in fact, Jesus' message was meant to challenge that very status quo uh, and invite the kingdom of God to come in and supplant the, the kingdom of the day, which was, which was the kingdom of Rome, the kingdom of uh, violence and power and domination with a kingdom of forgiveness and peace and justice and light. Uh, Howard Thurman talks about um, Jesus' message being for people whose backs were up against the wall. And that we have to remember all those things, friends, whenever we read the gospel. Not that it can't speak to us. Of course, Jesus' words can and do speak to us. But to remember the initial context in which they were given, outdoors, in the countryside, and primarily to folks who are on the margins of society, not at the center, not with political power, not with significant resources, high education, so on and so forth. So with all of that, friends, 
one of my favorite teachings from Matthew, end of chapter 11. Remember, Matthew has the Sermon on the Mount, one of the most famous teachings of Jesus, Beatitudes, Lord's Prayer, Golden Rule. Uh, This is a few chapters later where he says these words, Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Those are such beautiful words. They, they speak to me every time I read them, every time I hear them. Uh, for those of us who follow Jesus, uh, you know, in Jesus, God gets a human face. Love gets a, a clear countenance. Uh, we, we see incarnated in human form what God is, is like. And so when Jesus says, come to me, um, it's not some sort of disembodied, uh, aloof um, dictator God to whom we're being invited to come, but, but rather to, to the presence of Jesus. And he's not just inviting um, you know, folks who are doing grand, but folks who are weary, who are carrying heavy burdens. And he offers them not more burdens, but rest. I don't know about you, but I I think of Handel's Messiah, especially the section at the very end of part one, uh, where the chorus is singing these lines over and over again. Um, His yoke is easy, his burden is light. If you know the Messiah, hopefully you know which part I'm talking about. It's paradox, isn't it? His yoke, which you would normally think as as you know heavy and difficult, his yoke is easy, and his burden, which again you would normally feel like all oh, burdens just you know weighing you down, you can hardly inch forward. His burden is is light. Um, in contrast to many teachers of the day, Jesus was not strict or austere or demanding or perfectionistic, but rather was was humble and gentle. I'm told by New Testament scholars, and I have to take their word for it, that this is the only time when Jesus associates himself directly with a personality characteristic, where he says, I am gentle. I am humble in heart. Apparently in no other place in the Gospels does Jesus say so directly, this is this is who I am. I am gentle and humble in heart. As we all know from the teachers who've impacted us over the course of our lives, 90% of the impact they had on us comes from the energy they brought to the task of teaching, their, their, their manner, the way they carried themselves and, and thought of us and other students, how they encouraged us, how they inspired us, how they invited us to, as Jesus says, learn from him. So here's my invitation to you today, friends. Jesus is reminding us to come to him for rest, especially when our spirits are flagging and we're feeling like we're carrying heavy burdens. We could go all sorts of other places for rest, but we're invited to come to him, to find deep rest in his presence, to find refreshment for our souls, reconnection with our true self, the core of who we are, a beloved and unique child of God. We easily forget who we are, don't we? We start to think 
Maybe our identity is grounded in something more tangible, like our looks, or our performance review at work, or the size of our bank account, or our friend circles, or social media feeds, you name it. None of these will satisfy us, but if you're like me, sometimes you forget that. So friends, may you find your rest, find your identity in the presence of Christ, for he is gentle and humble in heart. He's ready to sit with you in the mess and remind you of who and whose you are. And when we do that, external circumstances may not have changed one iota, but we are grounded again, recentered in God's love for us and all the world, and that can really make all the difference. Friends, you are loved and never alone. If today's podcast has blessed you, provided a tinge of clarity or some nourishment for your spiritual journey, please share it with a friend so that we can create a more inclusive community. Or do you have any feedback for me, any show ideas, something that was particularly helpful or something that could have been better? Please send me an email at thedailyedify at gmail.com. That's in the show notes as well. I'd love to hear from you. Also, please consider rating and reviewing The Daily Edify wherever you get your podcasts. Friends, you are loved and never alone.